listening to the Casting for Fun podcast, the show that talks about entertainment, sports, music, and inspirational stories for all to enjoy. We're glad that you could join us today. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, here is your host, Albert Pineda. Welcome, everyone, to the Casting for Fun podcast. I am your host, Albert Pineda. And for this week's episode, I have something special planned for the podcast. This week is my parents' 47th wedding anniversary. I'm very excited that, that my parents get to celebrate this milestone together and that they're just a few short years away from the 50th anniversary, which is really cool. Uh, I mentioned many times before on the podcast that I look at this as like an audio journal. So I can record important messages from my own life, from my family members' lives, so that they're documented and we can have them for posterity purposes to listen to over and over again for years to come. And the story of my parents, I think, is a very important one, at least for for our family. And I'm, I'm hoping that there's several friends as well who may be interested in hearing this podcast as well. So I'm looking forward to recording it. This has been uh, probably one of the episodes that I've been looking forward to doing since I started the podcast. And uh, it's important, I think, to have these things documented, as I've said many times before. And I also wanted to have just a refresher course on the, the history of my parents, how they met, how they fell in love, how they started dating, stuff like that. Uh, because if you had asked me before, I could probably I probably could have gotten some of the details right, but I might have had some of the facts wrong. So it's good that I have this recorded um, forever so we can always have it. And it will be important for me to hang on to this recording and then for uh, Avery and Liam so they can hear, so they can know the story of their grandparents which would be really as well. Uh, okay, so this is the, a special episode of Casting for Fun podcast. This is my conversation with my mom and dad. Joining me now on the Casting for Fun podcast are two very special guests. Anna and Fernando E. Pineda, more affectionately known to me as mom and dad. Uh, mom, dad, how are you both? I'm doing good. We're great. Awesome, awesome, and happy early anniversary to you both. Uh, this recording is taking place two days before your 47th anniversary this coming Tuesday. So congratulations to you both. Thanks. Thank you so much, Albert. You're welcome. And uh, as I mentioned before, we had to get together with the other siblings, but we definitely want to try and plan something special for you guys in three more years for the big uh, 5-0. Okay, looking forward to that. Very good. So, so thank you both for joining me on the podcast. This is a very special episode because family history, I think, is very important. And to make sure it's documented would be very important as well. So I'm very excited to go back and re-listen to this episode after it's recorded. And then years from now, I'm excited for Avery and Liam to get to, to listen to this too. So they can get to know grandma and grandpa better. Oh, sounds good. Okay, very good. So you guys got the questions I wanted to ask. I have several questions in regards to our family's history or more specifically uh, the, your uh, individual histories. And then of course, uh, marriage life and how that's been. So starting out, uh, I wanted to ask both of you, mom and dad, you can just take turns. Who wants to go first? Uh, can you both share some of your favorite early childhood stories and what life was like uh, growing up in El Salvador? Uh, well, uh, we immigrated as children, so uh, I don't have much that I remember. I was uh, eight, but most I had just turned eight, seven, seven. I was basically seven years old. We, I remember playing a lot outside. That was before there were a lot of TVs. 
uh, play with the neighborhood kids, playing tag and running around everywhere. Oh, very you? good. Oh, me, um, I lived uh, up until I was 10 and a half in uh, El Salvador. And I remember very well that uh, I look forward to playing uh, cowboys and Indians each night. And uh, we had to wait till eight o'clock at night for the for us to play because the, the kid that owns uh, all the toy guns uh, had to work until eight o'clock every night. So we had to wait till that. And uh, it was fun, it, it was fun. It, uh, that's one uh, childhood, me childhood memory that I have. And, uh, and uh, we were very poor that uh, we didn't have uh, all the conveniences of today, but uh, we were happy. <laughs> uh, and uh, I remember that uh, one kid had the, had the only TV set in our neighborhood. So if you wanna watch TV, you had to go pay him a quarter or 10 cents or whatever to watch uh, programs. And I remember watching the programs uh, on TV over there, but for example, Highway Patrol and uh, Father Knows Best. And those shows I see on YouTube almost every day here nowadays. So oh, it's very interesting that, yeah, I mean, I guess some people who have that, that means they can actually like uh, make some money because <laughs> everybody would want to watch TV, right? Yeah. And uh, were those shows that were showing in El Salvador at the time? There were more shows, but those are, those are the ones that I remember the most. Oh, okay. They were dubbed. They were dubbed into Spanish. Um, oh, we okay. We had a TV, our, our, our home. We had a TV, but we didn't watch much TV because I uh, remember mostly some uh, Spanish uh, comedian being on. But most of the time, we were just outside playing. Well, that's good. Really, there was maybe one or two channels and mm -hmm. not much there. Oh, okay. Very good. Uh, going back actually a little bit to the beginning. So I wanted to, I guess, get clarification for family history aspects. If, if you could both could share what the family dynamic was like. So siblings and how, the living arrangements, how that worked. Uh, in El Salvador or here? El Salvador. All right. In El Salvador, uh, it was just my father, my mother, and... Uh, our five siblings, that we were two boys, three girls. Uh, and it was pretty straightforward, not much. Oh, okay, and how about for you, Dad? Well, we had a two-bedroom house, and it was uh, six children. I was the youngest, and it was kind of hard having two bedrooms there. And uh, I don't remember where exactly where we slept, but uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> um, it wasn't very fun. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no problem. And how many siblings again, Dad? Six. 
That's right, six. You're the youngest of six. Right. Oh, okay. Very good. Very good. So when we uh, jump ahead to uh, uh, moving, um, uh, immigrating to the United States, uh, why did both families choose California? And what was like your, I guess, early teenage and teenage years like in California? Okay. Uh, my father was working as a mechanic for an auto dealership that happened to close down at the time. And he had a friend that had immigrated to California, San Francisco. And he told him, come, there's work here. And so my father decided to try it out before the rest of the family came. And um, he was on his way to San Francisco's uh, stopover in LA. He met up with a friend there in LA, just uh, at the stopover. His friend told him, hey, they're hiring where I'm at right now. He was also a mechanic stay in LA. And my father did. He stayed in LA and that's how we ended up there. Oh, very interesting. So you could have been uh, the Bay Area instead, right? Yeah, we could have. <laughs> oh, okay. And how about for you, dad? My sister Mercy was the one that first came here in 1955 at, uh, I think she was 16 or 17, maybe 17. And uh, she came to live with an aunt. Yes, an aunt, uh, Aida, Aida. And, uh, and, then, and then after that, uh, Anna came over two years later in 57 and lived, lived with them. And, uh, and then Anna got married in 58. And uh, Anna Maria was born, our, our first uh, the first uh, grandchild. grandchild of my parents was born uh, in 1959. The day, the same day that my mom and I came to uh, to uh, California in May, in June of 1959, was was the day that uh, Ana Maria was born. And uh, and then my my uh, my father and my three brothers came uh, by themselves a year later. In 1960, and uh, they came to live to, with us in Montebello, California. That's where we had our, our house there. And uh, what else, Mom? Uh, for for immigration, that's it. I was going to add that uh, for me, I was young and uh, living in El Salvador with a mom and dad and my five brothers and sisters is the same thing for a small child. You know, there was a roof over our heads. We had our mom, our dad. We had food to eat. So I didn't see much of a difference. I guess I was too young. And I'm starting to think that maybe children adapt better. Little young children, you know, uh, like they, they get this place like in a war or something. They have a better chance than a child that's older and has uh, more attachment to their homeland or something. No, interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's funny she mentioned that because I was going to say that uh, at first I didn't want to come to the, to the U.S. because I liked it over there. Like I said, I, we were poor, but we liked it. I, I liked it very much over there. The life over there was very different than it is over here in, in California, Arizona, because I over there we knew everybody in the neighborhood. And uh, we, we, played, we played also outside in 
you know, those games that your mom says, uh, hide and go seek, stuff like that. And, uh, and for, for Christmas and New Year's, we all knew each other, that we all went out and, and say hello and, and wish everybody uh, a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, and it was fun. That was, that was all, all over the neighborhood. And over here, you don't, you don't do that. You just uh, do your own thing, and you never see your neighbors or stuff like that. It's much different. Maybe it is, maybe, I, I don't know if it still is the same thing right now, but uh, it wasn't the way when I was in there. No, no, I, I agree that I got to see the difference myself when uh, serving as a, a missionary in Brazil, uh, just that in the streets, like, you know, if you were uh, able to uh, go inside to someone's home and they, they more often than not, they know their neighbors. They would say, oh, yeah, I know so-and-so. I know this person. So everybody on the street knew each other. There'd be lots of, like, you know, parties and uh, hanging out and lots of communicating and talking and friend friendly chit-chat. Uh, we don't really have that as much in the United States, I think. I guess it depends on the, the neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. So so then uh, your teenage life, what, what was that like here, growing up in California? What, what did you guys do for fun as opposed to when you were kids, when you were younger? Well, uh, teenagers, uh, we had, uh, I had cousins that were, you know, about the same age. And it happens that the cousins that uh, I had were boys. And then most of us were girls in my family. We were three girls and the cousins were boys and they were always wanting to have parties. We had a lot of parties. They would invite us and we would invite them because they filled up the opposite sex and we went to the beach a lot and Disneyland. <laughs> That's the, the thing about living in LA. You go to Disneyland with uh, growing up in high school. Uh, I went to a girls um, Catholic high school. Every year they had a Catholic day at Disneyland when I was there and they had discounted tickets and all that day off at school and we would all go every year to Disneyland. Oh, fun. Very good. And how about for you, Dad? Well, it was very different with me and my mom uh, because uh, when I came here, I started to, to uh, investigate the church in 1959. I, I got baptized in 19, the same year in October. That was four months after I, I got here because I went to church and uh, I liked it. And I saw the missionaries and I got baptized in, in, in October. And so my whole life was uh, surrounded by with church members. All the, all the things that I did was uh, church dances. When I was uh, 14th, uh, I went to, to the state dances and and, uh, but then uh, I was also uh, my, being the youngest of my, my three brothers and my father and I, and the three of us, and the four of us went to the baseball games a lot. Um, I went to the Coliseum to see the Dodgers play the Pirates in 1960. And then I went to uh, Dodger Stadium with my brothers and my father also. And uh, in 1961, I was able to walk, to go see the Yankees play the Angels at uh, Wrigley Field in, in LA. 
and I saw Mickey Mantle hit a home run and uh, uh, everything else was uh, not at church, I guess, all the activities that we had at church. Oh, perfect. Actually, that sounds really good. That it's it's interesting to me that I think uh, our our parents and our siblings can have the influence on us like that, because I mean, I I love baseball and the Dodgers to this day because of you and all the times that you took me to games when I was little. So it was interesting to hear that. That's how I guess you developed your love for baseball, right? That that's what your dad and uh, and your brothers like to do for fun. Yeah, my brother, one of my brothers that passed away, Roberto, mm-hmm. passed away two years ago. He took me to see the Giants play the Dodgers, and uh, and I saw Sandy Koufax pitch a no hitter against the Giants in '63. That was that was great. Oh, wonderful! Very good. And thanks to him, I went I went to that game specially. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. So what I wanted to ask now is: so both both of you and your families are living here in Southern California area. So how did it come to be that you guys would meet and eventually date and eventually get married? I want to make sure I get this documented because uh, I want to make, I mean, I, I kind of know the story, but it's important to record it so that we have it properly uh, uh, documented down so we don't forget. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so definitely it's what I would want to someday with and Avery asked me, hey, how did grandma and grandpa meet? I can tell her for certain this is how it actually happened. Well, um, our families, both being from El Salvador, a small community of El Salvador, um, they uh, it was found that they would they would meet. Uh, I had a cousin that was living with us at the time. Her name is Clemencia. She's uh, her parents were in the process of immigrating, but they hadn't yet, and they were she was living with us. Uh, met. Uh, Uncle Roberto, your your father's brother, he was just talking about, and uh, they started dating and they got married. The day they got married, your father was in the wedding. He was 16. And my sister was in the wedding, Tia Vilma. She was there about the same age. And I wasn't because I was only 11. So um, there was not much communication. He was older. And like he said, he liked to hang out with uh, his church friends. And that wasn't me. <laughs> uh, you know, he would he would go out to be with his friends, do church activities. Then he left to go on a mission. And coming home from his mission, he got drafted. He went into the army. So even though our families knew each other, and so and we would get together and have parties and stuff for the little kids, you know, have birthday parties. I didn't see him. He didn't see me. He was off in his own little world. And uh, then he got home from the army one day. And we were his two sisters. No, his one sister, one sister-in-law, my sister and I were taking a class at a community center. And after the class, my sister and I needed a ride home. And his sister volunteered your dad to give us a ride. And that's how, how your father and I, I actually met. He gave us a ride home. And soon after, he asked me out on a date. He said if I wanted to go out. 
he had been, like I said, on a mission and on, in the army and he was home and he wanted to start dating seriously to get married. And he, that's what he told me. I was desperate. <laughs> said, I want a date to get married. But he invited me. Our, our date was uh, to go to the temple grounds. And then he told me, this is where I want to get married. Are you still interested? Oh. <laughs> <Dating>. <laughs> And I said, sure, why not? I didn't know what he was talking about. And so we dated for a while and uh, and I got the missionary lessons for quite a while. And then uh, after that, I got baptized. Then we waited another year so we could go to the temple and get married there. So we dated for quite a long time before we got married. Oh, very good. Very good. And that would have been in on July 26, 1975? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, very, very exciting that we're coming up on the 50th anniversary. <laughs> very good. Very good. Uh, Dad, can you tell me a little bit more about your uh, time in the military? I, I was actually glad that mom brought that up. That wasn't one of the initial questions I had uh, sent to you guys, but if you could explain what, what it was like the, the, during the time, what exactly did you do? In the military? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was four months after I got back from the mission that I was drafted. I tried to join the Marine Corps as a reserve because I wanted to avoid being sent to Vietnam. <laughs> and some of my friends did and they joined the Marines for the reserves. And I, I wasn't able to join them because I, I, my, my name was about to be drafted into the army. And so I had no choice. I was drafted in May of 81, of 71. And then uh, I had my basic training in Fort Ord, California. I was close to Monterey. I was, I was, not, I was as close, I think. And then I, I was, uh, I was having, uh, after that, I had a advanced infantry training in Fort Ord also. That's, uh, I was told that it was a Southeast Asia oriented training. So that means that I was going to be taken to Vietnam. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and, uh, but after that, I, I saw a list of all, of all the soldiers going to Vietnam and my name wasn't in it. So that's a big relief. <laughs> <laughs> so I spent my, my, my whole two years after that in Fort, Fort Hood, Texas. And uh, I was there for two years. They tried to re-enlist me by offering more money, more uh, $5,000 for re-enlisting. And I didn't want to re-enlist. <laughs> I just wanted to come back and home, work at home. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the army, I met this this kid. I was it was very 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 good friend. His name was Jim Madden. He was a member of the church, and Daddy was there because he was a good influence on me and good, good companionship, also. And uh, we did things together, worked together there at uh, different places to make extra money on the weekends. And uh, uh, one time he uh, he defended me. When two guys tried to 
jumped me or something. And uh, they didn't happen because he was there. So he said he was going to stand by me as long as I, as long as this, everything was right. You know, and he did. So that was that was a good. That was really. Uh, uh, I, I I appreciated that very much. I that we became friends. I haven't seen him in twenty years. I don't. I'm trying to get a hold of him to see to see where he is. Uh, but we went to see him in. Portland, Oregon. I don't know if you remember the our trip to Portland, Oregon in 1987. I vaguely remember. In fact, actually, I, that was going to be one of the later questions about family trips we've taken. But if I remember, we we drove right the yeah, whole way. We drove. Okay. We had a we had a um, a Dodge Ram van minivan. It was uh, brown. Remember it. Yeah, oh yeah, I remember that van. Yeah, yeah, and it was cold over there because it was during Thanksgiving. It was cold, mm-hmm. um, and we had a lot of fun over there. Went to see Mount uh, Saint Helens. The after the eruption, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, what else? Oh, the next one I wanted to discuss was your early marriage life. So after getting married in 1975, that summer, uh, I wanted to find out what it was like for you guys, where you lived, uh, the various places, and then uh, uh, I guess the early stages of growing the family. So when Fernando was born and Adrian and eventually me and Danny, uh, what was the early marriage like for the the two of you? I'll take that. Uh, When we got married, we we first... uh had an apartment on uh, Baldwin and uh, Loftus in El Monte. Funny thing is that uh, when we were on our honeymoon, we had forgotten about a house for ourselves. So mm-hmm. we didn't know where we we're gonna live. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we, re- we remember that. So we, one day we looked for an apartment and we found it real, real fast. Oh, good. Uh, it was, it was only $190 a month. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that without, without security. Mm-hmm. So it, it was easy for us to start uh, our very life like that. Mm-hmm. But then we were, I, we were only there for about a year because we had, we had uh, made plans to purchase the house that my brother Mauricio owned on Link of Lane in Rosemead. Uh, Lincoln Lane is off of Bartlett. Remember Bartlett, Bartlett Street? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. That's where my parents used to live. And so it was only a block away from, from their house. So we bought that house from him. And then we lived there for about two years. Yeah, two years. 77. In 77, we, we bought a house, brand new house in uh, Walnut. But that was about uh, 30 minutes away from my work in downtown LA that I did. I never got used to the distance. And I had become uh, inactive in church for, for a year, I guess. And I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't want, I didn't like that at all. So we had to move closer. And that's when I became active again in Temple City Ward, where you moved to Temple City in 79. So we were there for one for one year only, but uh, 
uh, in 79, we moved to Temple City and, uh, and uh, we, had, we had then only uh, Adrian and, and, Al and that and Fernando, you, you were next. Yeah. You were born in 1980. Yeah. So but then you were born and you came along and three years later it was Danny and 10 years later it was Monica. So I'll take mom, I'll take, let, let, let mom take it out. Well, what I remember is that uh, we uh, didn't do much because uh, except for moving, <laughs> we, uh, we didn't have uh, the time, that luxury. Your father from the beginning, from the time we got married, when we got married, he, was all, he already owned his own business and it was very demanding. He had to be there 24 seven. And sometimes we could take a little weekend trip to go to Solvang or some some place close by with the kids. Uh, there's been a couple of times when we've taken longer trips, but that was because dad's business was doing so bad that he was thinking of closing it down. And then something happened that uh, we were, he, he got a partner or something else that we were able to go ahead and take a trip. But the, Trips were very far in between. We we didn't go very far very often. Always at work. Oh, okay, very good, very good. It, it's good, one, nice to hear those stories because again, uh, you know, it's important to you and Dad uh, where you lived before. Like it's important to Allison and I. I mean, we we talk so much about how important Covina is to us, but technically, Avery doesn't know Covina at all. Uh, she only knows Upland. And then in the case of myself and then Danny and Monica, uh, we would only know Temple City. I mean, Temple City was our home for so many years. And I, I'm sure we have so many wonderful memories from there. Um, do you have just general family stories that you in that you enjoy that you'd like to share, whether they're uh, older stories from uh, early in the marriage or when the kids got a little older? What were some of your favorite experiences together as a family? Uh, I guess maybe mainly in, in Temple City, where I guess most of our memories were made, right? Yeah, because yeah, uh, that talked about the, the different homes that we lived in, but those first homes were one or two years each, and mm -hmm. then 30 years in Temple City, you know, that's mainly where we lived. Uh, and uh, <coughs> all my memories are embarrassing. I can't share them because I, <laughs> all my goof-offs you know, I was a terrible mom because I was so, I don't know, awkward and, and stuff. And I'm sure I made tons of mistakes with the kids. And uh, and so really it's like, oh, remember I did this terrible thing? I remember I did that and stuff like that. <laughs> well, I can testify right now, mom, that we always had food and we always had clothes and you always loved and cared and played with us and had fun. So you are definitely a great mom. And, oh, uh, and we were, remember, we were Domino's' number one customers for a number of years, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's one of the terrible, most uh, embarrassing things that we would uh, go out on, on dates, your father and I, and, and we were, what about the kids? Oh, let them have pizza. <laughs> one day a week, though. No, <laughs> no, I think that was really good. In fact, actually, if you were to ask me what were the things that your my parents enjoyed doing the most, I, I mean, you guys were consistent every single Friday with your friends from church to, to go out to, to double day group day. I think it was a really wonderful, great thing to see. And then for me as a teenager, I also appreciated that you always went on your, your dinner dates early. So you were usually home by seven. So it worked out pretty good that we, we can still go out afterwards after having to watch Monica. So it, it was, uh, for me, it was great to see my, my parents 
do that. Uh, so that's something that I want to show Avery and Liam when when they get older and they'll start recognizing, hey, that that Allison and I continue to uh, have our, our our date nights and everything like that. I think it's actually really important. Hmm. Oh, that's nice that you say that, Albert. But the, oh, thanks. thanks. The way I remember it is uh, we should have taken better care. Oh, uh, but, what about yeah. you, Dad? Do you have a specific memories from uh, uh, living in Temple City uh, with our family? Yeah, they're funny ones, though. That's fine. That's and they fine. concern you and Fernando and Adrian and Albert and and, and, and Danny. Mm -hmm. well, most, of, most of them are the older, the older kids. Uh -huh. But uh, the first thing I remember was when we, when we first moved to Temple City Ward, um, whenever they, they passed the sacrament, Adrian and Fernando always yelled, Awa! <laughs> They were excited to have water. And <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it wasn't embarrassing for me. It, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, of course, uh, the stuff that happened to you, which was, you probably, you probably know that by now. Uh, I, I, have them, uh, I have them written down here someplace. <laughs> so I won't forget them. Oh, yeah. First, we had a an anxious moment with you when we lost you at Ralph's. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I was very really little, but I can remember walking home all by myself. <laughs> yeah. And after some time, we went, went home, hoping to find you home. And there you were. <laughs> well, how'd you get in? No, that's not the, how it happened at all. See, okay. I gotta, I gotta correct that. All right. Albert, uh, Danny, Danny was a baby. He was little. So I didn't go to the, dad went to the market with the three older kids and I stayed home with Danny. He was a baby. When I saw you walking in, I said, where are the rest of the, where's the rest of the, where's everybody else? And he says, I don't know. Aren't they here? <laughs> you had walked home. So I took you and we went back to the store. First, we went to to thrifties to ask if, if anybody was looking for a little boy. And they said, no, try Rouse. And we went to Rouse and then we finally found you. You were there looking for Albert. <laughs> but it was, yeah. But you were with me. No, I was <laughs> at home. But I went, I went to the store to look for you because I knew you wouldn't come home without him. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Well, there are uh, good, good stories, too. Like, I mean, I, I talked about this on an episode I recorded a few weeks ago, or actually a few months ago, about uh, uh, how I developed my love for music, which I attribute to both of you, but I think that especially. Uh, and I know that you knew that I, I always was kind of embarrassed by the story when I was little, but I think it's a great story now as an adult. The, when I would sit on your knee, uh, listening to your headphones, listening to uh, Dean Martin. Yeah. That's yeah. one of my that's one of my favorite stories from growing up. So that's one that I would share with Avery and, and hope that she would also grow to have love of music because Allison and I both love music too. Yeah, that's one of the stories that I haven't been down, so we don't forget. And that's that's still that's still about three or four. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, keep going. I don't want to interrupt your story time. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, well, you already said that, so that's okay. Uh, and one time my mom and I were in bed and you came in. <laughs> and laid in bed with us and I said Albert this bed only holds two people and you answered back 
then someone's gonna have to leave. Someone's gonna have to leave. Or, or one of you two. <laughs> uh, it's kind of funny. Like I, I, I say that uh, that Evie kind of gets her her sassy attitude from Allison, but I, I mean, I guess I known for having some little bit of sass when I was younger too, right? <laughs> yeah, that was it. And then one time when we were when we were attending uh, San Gabriel branch, and I was in the branch presidency. I was conducting that one day and it was testimony meeting. And then, and then you got up and took over the, the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're just being funny though, without, without uh-huh. knowing it, without realizing it. <laughs> that one I only that, kind that of vaguely funny. remember. Do you, do you remember how old I was, Dad, at that time? Uh, you were about four or five because it happens in 84. Okay, I only kind of remember that, but that, that is pretty funny. Um, and then one mom mom uh, told me one time that uh, that the sliding door in the family room in temple city almost fell on you oh yeah yeah and then uh go ahead well that wasn't the sliding door it was those accordion doors that divided the the living room and the dining room the family room and the dining room can i say no, that's a lot. I'm recurring for that. And uh, she told me that you had heard a voice that told you to get out of the way. And it must have been the, the, the Holy Ghost talking to you to move out of the way. And you did. And, mm-hmm. the, and, the, and the, the door didn't hit you at all. So that was, that was a miracle. Mm-hmm. Doors were heavy. They were pretty heavy. Yeah. Remember yeah. those doors? I remember. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, very good. Very good. Well, I didn't want to take up all the spotlight for, for just me. I mean, do you have uh, also stories from the, the other kids? Maybe not yeah. so much embarrassing because I don't know if they like embarrassing, but. I have a story that uh, pertains to Fernando. And I hope he doesn't uh, get upset at me for, for saying it, but I think it's, it's, uh, it's a good story. And I'm very proud of him for having gone to that. It happened when he was a priest and he had to go to uh, to an activity at church uh, night or day, spending time with the missionaries for two days, Friday night and Saturday. And then he 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 he, he told us that uh, he had gone to the missionaries, uh, the full time missionaries, to some place in East LA. And then on Saturday, he uh, after doing the same thing also. All day, they had a they had a dinner at the at the Duarte building or the or the Monrovia building, either one. I'm not sure. And after that, they had a testimony meeting. And during the testimony meeting, Fernando was having a difficult time because he didn't uh, he didn't he was he didn't want to get up and bear his testimony. That he had to go to the bathroom to cry, I guess. But in the bathroom, he he got the nerve to go and bear his testimony, and uh, he did such a great job with that testimony that everybody called me from the stake to tell me about it. I I wasn't there, of course, but everybody called me about it and told me that he, they were blown away by his testimony, and that's why. I, that's why I say that uh, I hope he's not uh, embarrassed by it because I really was proud of him that day. 
What do you want? Very good. Oh, go ahead, Mom. Go ahead. I, I, I do have one, but it's it's really another story of you, Albert. Uh, but it made me feel that, you know, when somebody comes and tells you that your kids are doing great, you really appreciate it. Okay. And uh, you were in Scouts, and, and so was Danny. And you guys were on a, what, the first year of, of Scout camp or something? And Brother Jackman came up to me and told me that uh, he noticed you, that you were off to the side just watching Danny, making sure that he was okay and that he had admired that very much. And I go, oh, yeah, Albert was looking out for Danny very good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, de definitely. Like the, story, uh, the story about you, Albert, when uh, you uh, in, the, in the primary program one time, one day, that you were the, the the head speaker or the or the or the moderator there, and uh, it was during the ancient times. And mom, mom uh, made a, uh, a a custom for you, and you were you spoke all the time and you did a great job. That everybody was happy with you there, especially Sister Rios or Sister Wet Mendenhall. Uh, Mendenhall now, yeah, yeah, Mendenhall, yeah. She was the president then. They were cool. Cool. Her, him, and uh, Mike, um, Matthew Parson mm -hmm. did it together. Oh, did? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That was very nice, too, though, because you, you knew your lines. I always oh, yeah, hear that, that you guys knew your lines. Because mm -hmm. people would tell me afterwards, I could hear you mouthing the lines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Okay. Well, what I wanted to do also was to have you take just a moment to uh, reflect on uh, each of the five kids, like something you enjoy or what you admire most about them uh, to kind of give the history again for our, our personal family. Okay. I'd like to go first because uh, I was thinking of that and I go, you each have different traits, different uh, strengths uh, that make you special, that make you who you are, you know? And I found that Fernando, I don't know if it's because he's the oldest and this usually happens with the oldest, but he's very driven. He's, he's a go-getter. And uh, Adriana, she's very sweet and she's very caring and always wanting to, to help. And you were the same thing. Like I said, with, with, uh, with Brother Jackman saying that you had been looking out for, for Danny. And uh, you, you were also like uh, very independent. That was, I think, your strength. You always took care of stuff yourself, for yourself, for, for whoever needed it. And uh, Danny, he was so loving. When Monica was born, I thought he would be disappointed that she was a little girl, but he wasn't. He says, oh, I love my little sister. And he always, um, he always expressed his love for his sister. For the baby and uh, he was always very loving very very loving and monica she glues us all together she pushes us to to be together and stay together and yes you do <laughs> very good very good i definitely agree with all those assessments mom okay okay my turn one thing that i admire for my five kids is that uh, I think they learn a lesson from us while they were young and try to teach them to work hard 
at whatever they do. I'm uh, proud that all of them have a college degree, whether it's uh, associates or, or bachelors or masters, doesn't matter as long as they're, they, they're all, they're, they're all, they're all uh, becoming better. They're all getting more education. Uh, Fernando, uh, one thing I admire about him, he's very resourceful in learning to do things on his own. You know, I'm very, very proud of him that he's uh, decided to make his own uh, uh, his own, uh, what is that? Yard? No. Ah, my gosh. That, oh, he, he, he was, he's very, he's very active when, when creating things on his own, like, uh, like carpentry or stuff like that. Oh, do you, you mean like the, the above ground mini pool that he did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Not, not only that, but he also had a, uh, the, the barbecue. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's him. And he built some shelves in the garage. That's right. And Adrian is because she's self-driven, intelligent, and a great loving auntie to her, to her nieces and nephews. And Albert, because of your faith and dedication to your family um, and all the things you went through to have uh, uh, Liam. And uh, of course, uh, Avery mm-hmm. and Danny for his, his determination for raising three wonderful children that they have right now, uh, and uh, and uh, that little that that the big the, uh, the oldest kid <laughs> Jordan is really loved by everyone, loved by everyone, mm-hmm. and, uh, and Monica. She's come a long way because she teaches uh, voice and piano at the house, and that's pretty great. That's developing her talents. And then uh, she's become the, uh, an assistant uh, management, management at Guthrie. That's really great. So she's really going, going places and everybody else. So we're happy with our kids. They, they're turning out to be okay. It's I think so. Our, <laughs> spite of our, in spite of our problems. In spite of our mess ups. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll say it again. You both were wonderful, amazing parents. And I'm, I'm grateful that all of us have uh, uh, good attributes that I think we can learn from each other. So I think that's really important to see. And uh, you know, I, I was the last of the five, but yes, we all have college degrees. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, what I wanted to ask in, like it's, it's important, I guess, to maintain the close relationship with siblings uh, as we get older. So I wanted to ask you both, uh, how important would it be for the two of you to see that the five of us uh, continue to maintain a, a good relationship with each other as we get older? I have a little story I wanted to put there. Uh, when we were kids, we were always fighting, my family, my brothers and sisters, and my father sat us down one time and you know he took a pencil and he just snapped it in half. And then he took the five pencils representing the five of us and he tried to break it and it was so much harder. And he says, you know, together we can work so much, do so much more. 
And because you made me point out the differences in each of the of you guys, but you know, together the five of you can make such a strong unit. If if you guys work together and stay together, I think it would benefit all of you. It just benefits the group, you know. Mm -hmm. As long as everybody's working towards the same goal, I would love to see that. Yeah. And I think that you guys do to a point, you get together as much as you can and uh, and you look out for when it's somebody's birthday and things like that. It's very awesome to see. I, I enjoy it. I think that yeah, we definitely uh, do our best to do that. One of the things that uh, I have a desire, really desire for, us, for our kids to be united, like your mom said, the, there's strength in, in being united, helping each other and uh, keeping a close family relationship and to remember that blood is thicker than water. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that, very good point, Dan. Uh, yeah, I think we, we definitely will continue to uh, build our relationships and, and continue to, uh, as, as mom said, stay close to one another. Uh, yes, there may be arguments and disputes here and there, but I think uh, uh, I, I, had, I thought it was really awesome and great that we were all together for Claire's uh, musical play uh, from uh, last month or the month before. So it was really great to have everyone together all in one place and just to laugh and have fun. So those are memories that I cherish and I will continue to cherish as we uh, get older and uh, enjoy and create more memories like that. Yeah, that's a good example. I did enjoy that night. Yeah. Uh, what, one last question that I had then for you guys. Uh, what has been your experience being grandparents? So now you have nine grandkids, including Liam, uh, and I'm grateful that we were able to permanently adopt him so that he can... Uh, be part of our family and, and know of our family history as he gets older as well. So how has it been for the two of you being grandparents to, to nine kids now? Well, I've learned, you know, I've learned uh, through my mistakes with my kids that uh, they're all individuals. They all make uh, different choices. And the best thing to do is just love them. And, and they, children, you love them. They, they give you love in return. And uh, we love it. We love to have the, the pictures up. We don't get to see them as often as it would be wonderful, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, they have a special place in our home, all their pictures. And, and we think of them often. And we think about the things that have gone on. We remember trips that we've taken and gotten a chance to see them and, and spend time with them. And we hope that that will happen more often, yeah. By the way, we're missing uh, Liam's picture over here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to ask that. So, Allison and I will definitely get you one. Uh, just let me know the dimensions of the picture you need, and then uh, we'll get one to you guys. Five by seven. Five by seven. Okay, cool. Now, as Mom mentioned, that we, we, one of the, the thing, things that we enjoy a lot is going to see our, our kids in California uh, and the ones here in uh, Arizona. Uh, we have been there for for their baby blessings and for the baptisms and uh we uh we hope that uh, we, we're gonna have one baptism next uh next january it seems like uh uh well, what's what's the name of uh that chemist gonna get baptized sometime in 
next year. Oh, good. Very good. And Joshi. And Joshi. Mm -hmm. So whatever that is, we'll be there. That's great. And uh, like I said, we 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 uh, one of one of the main thing is supporting, uh, being able to support uh, um, uh, Claire in her in her performance of Matilda. We really really like that, and and we're looking forward to any other any other uh, any other way we can support her. So we got you in our hearts. Oh, thank you, Dad. We have you guys in ours as well. Um, any other last uh, stories or experiences or just uh, 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 things you'd like to share from your youth for, for the podcast for prosperity purposes that you'd like to have recorded? Yeah, uh, I forgot that I to mention that uh, my mother, when we're living in El Salvador, she, uh, she always went with me especially since i'm the youngest one she took me to her to her job uh, her, her job sponsored a, a trip to the to the to the beach in every holiday i remember going with her by bus to those trips at the beach and uh it's something that I really, I really enjoyed very much when I was a kid, and because uh, the beaches over there are, are something else, you know, they're they're mostly black, mostly black sand, and uh, the waves are kind of big. That some of the surfers from the United States and all over the world go to El Salvador for for surfing. I can't believe that. So. That's one thing I remember about uh, being young in El Salvador, and uh, and then we spent uh, the whole the whole uh, Easter week every every year at the beach, and uh, even at night we slept over there, and it was great to see the the sky so so clear and see the all the stars at night. Wow, that was really something to see. Mm -hmm. Absolutely great. Uh, anything last, last that you'd like to share, Mom? Uh, no, I'm very proud of you, Albert, for your podcast. It looks like you're having a lot of fun with it, and I like that. And, uh, I want to say to the other kids, if they're listening, that uh, I want to support them 100% in whatever their endeavors are, and, uh, and good luck to all of them, and I hope you all do well. Oh, great. Thank you very much, Mom. Yes, this is, has been a lot of fun for me. And this was an episode I've been looking forward to recording for, for quite a while. Because again, I do think uh, family history is very important. And, and we can have it uh, recorded, it'll be posted, and uh, it'll always be available for people to listen to. So I'm, I'm grateful for this opportunity that I've gotten to chat with you both. And I'm grateful and love my family dearly. And I'm so uh, proud of all, all of us, what we've done. We've accomplished quite a bit and I'm looking forward to uh, the rest of our lives together as well. Uh, for eternity. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks. If there's nothing else. Oh, sorry. Go one ahead. One more Dad. thing, Albert. One more yeah. thing. Yeah. I, I was going to acknowledge the, the three of you and your spouses uh, because without their, their, their help, their, their support, you, you can't be where you are right now. So I'm grateful for, for, for Allison 
and for Tricia and for and for Jackie for uh, supporting their their husbands in, in all they do at church or at work. Oh, absolutely. Yes. The, the sisters-in-law, so the spouses are, are wonderful and great, and I'm grateful they're in the family too. And the nieces and nephews, they're all really great. Everyone's uh, contributes to the, how amazing our family is. So, so thank you, everyone. Okay. If there's nothing else, then we'll go ahead and wrap up for today. But again, thank you, mom. Thank you, dad, for coming on the podcast. And I'm grateful that we had the chance to talk. Okay. Thanks everyone. You've been listening to the, the Casting for Fun podcast.